It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. are Locked On Cougars, and this is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thanks for joining us on a special weekend edition of the podcast. Our church and state rivalry player countdown series continues today. We'll be talking about Danny Jones, BYU punter, as well as a quarterback by the name of Rhett Riley. You may not know much about him, but we'll let you know a little bit more about what this walk-on gunslinger can do for BYU potentially down the road. So a lot to get to on today's edition of the podcast and probably some thoughts from me on what came out from BYU basketball yesterday as well involving Yoli Childs. Won't spend a lot of time on it because we'll get to a lot of it on Monday but wanted to let you know a little bit of my thoughts initially. So let's get to it. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for August 10th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a special weekend edition of the podcast. We usually get to our Church and State Player Countdown series in these podcasts. They're not very long, but some of the news coming out from BYU basketball yesterday just has me irate, plain and simple. I'm upset. Yoli Childs banned nine games by the NCAA for failing to file the proper paperwork in terms of when he was going about uh, evaluating his MBA options, pursuing professional options, etc. Apparently took expenses that were impermissible at that time. But here's the thing. The NCAA over here is just pissing me off plain and simple they pissed me off because they go and hammer this kid take a hammer to a to an anthill and they have banned him for nine games for deciding to come back to college basketball isn't the NCAA all about getting the most eyeballs on their game and having a guy who averaged nearly a double double one of the top players in the west coast conference a year ago deciding to come back to college basketball isn't that a good thing NCAA yeah as you can tell, I'm upset about it. And I don't think it's right that Yoli Child should be missing this many games because I don't feel that the punishment fits the crime in this instance. It's a guy that made every uh, effort to make things right, apparently went back and paid everything back with interest. And they've already appealed the suspension. It's, up, it's been upheld by the NCAA. Meanwhile, the NCAA is allowing programs that have been caught on, NCAA, on FBI wiretaps to keep their coaches in place. They'll, they won't fire those guys. It simply comes down to the NCAA is a farce. They care more about the bottom line, how much money's coming into their coffers, and if they can hammer somebody who's not going to affect their bottom line, and let's be real, BYU is not affecting their bottom line to a large degree, they're going to hammer them. And that's, it just doesn't make sense. We'll have more on this on Monday. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it today, but I, I'm, I'm upset that Yoli Childs is getting hammered like he is by the NCAA because he's a young man who has made a decision to come back to college to play a season with his teammates, and this probably kills BYU's chances of making the NCAA tournament. I'll have to think a little bit more about that and talk to you a little bit more about that on Monday or and just let you know more about what I think about this. But right now, I'm just really upset about how the NCAA is handing, handling this. All right, let's step aside from that and talk some BYU football. As, of course, these weekend editions have been church and state uh, rivalry player countdown editions as we highlight players who are on the BYU roster. Today is day number 19 as we continue to count you down towards the BYU and Utah rivalry game on August 20. 29th at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. 
I'm going to talk about Danny Jones today, BYU punter. Of course, he is a junior from Essendon, Australia. Uh, played at Latrobe University before coming to the United States. Uh, he also played Australian rules football uh, for Birchip Wancham Bowls and the Bendigo Pioneers. And I think it's going to be an interesting season upcoming for Danny Jones. He's incredibly gifted in terms of his size, six foot four, 245 pounds. I think a lot of people wondered because he's been inconsistent in his punting so far for BYU. BYU. Uh, he's had eight punts in 2018 for 310 yards, an average of 38.8 yards per punt. Not great, but also not bad. But the consistency factor factor has been just the biggest bugaboo for him. And BYU's hoping he can be more consistent this year. And I think a lot of people in the offseason wondered if a guy who's listed at six foot four, 245 pounds, could play another position. Well, I had a chance to catch up with him last week to talk about playing another position. We're gonna have a fuller conversation. The full conversation. This will be on Monday's podcast. So stay tuned for that. But here is the conversation. I had just a small snippet of the conversation with Danny Jones about if he could play another position for BYU potentially. You played Aussie Rules football. That's a game where you guys are constantly moving all over the place. Do you have aspirations of maybe one day you play another position or have you you just set playing punter? Well, I would like to play. I would like to play tight end and linebacker. The problem is I'm relatively slow. (laughs) So linebacker is kind of out of the equation. And we've got good tight ends here. Uh, For that reason, plus Lamb doesn't really want me to get injured, uh, we've kind of made the decision I'll stay at punter. There you go, Danny Jones. So it doesn't sound like he's going to be moving positions. And like I said, we'll have the full conversation I had with him on Monday's edition of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. But a guy who's 6'4", 245 pounds, you can tell he's interested in playing other positions. Feels like he's too slow to play linebacker, but he wouldn't mind playing tight end. It's kind of interesting to see him play tight end for BYU. So Danny Jones, one of the two players in our tri- player in church and state player countdown series here on locked on cougars today the other player we're going to talk about is rhett riley he is a quarterback from valley center california served a mission for the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints in posadas argentina Uh, he's a walk-on freshman quarterback six foot two 175 pounds i think the most notable thing about uh rhett riley is amongst all the quarterbacks that were in spring ball for byu a lot of walk-ons i think they had eight or nine guys on the roster at quarterback well guess what only one of the walk-ons is back this fall and it's Rhett Riley. Other guys have moved positions. Hating Livingston, etc. have moved to different positions but Rhett Riley is still on the roster as a quarterback and he's the only walk-on quarterback in fall camp. Hayden Griffiths, uh, the brother, uh, twin brother of Kyle Griffiths is, all, is not on the roster. I wonder if he's going to give up the game of football at some point. We'll see but Rhett Riley, it's notable that he was invited back for fall camp here and wasn't said, hey, you can be part of the program, but you can't join until school starts. He was brought back for fall camp. So I think the coaching staff sees something in this kid. We'll see if they're able to develop it out of him. One other note about Rhett Riley is he has a last name that BYU and Utah fans will be familiar with. He is the cousin of former Utah great Trevor Riley and then BYU safety Drew Riley, who played at BYU for a time before injuries ended his career. He is their cousin. Uh, uh, Talking to Trevor about this in the past, said that uh, Rhett grew up in the same city as them, Valley Center, California. Was more like a brother, Trevor said, to the Riley family of Drew and Trevor. But he's excited to see him what he, see what he can do in a BYU uniform. Trevor, of course, a proud Ute, said he would be happy to come and support his cousin, though. So interesting to see what Rhett Riley does. He faces long odds to get on the field as a BYU Cougar, just being a walk-on quarterback behind a number of other talented quarterbacks. And I'm not sure he necessarily fits the mold of what 
BYU's going with a quarterback, but best of luck to him. I think it's notable that he was invited back for fall camp, and we'll see if they're able to develop something out of him going forward. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LockedOnCougars. Drop us a note via email at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com, or of course, you can follow my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch and weigh in with your thoughts, questions, concerns, etc. We'd love to hear from you guys, and thanks again for your continued support of the podcast. We are available on all major podcatchers. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Give us those good rating ratings and reviews. The five-star reviews, particularly on Apple Podcasts, are worth their weight in, pod, in podcast gold. Thanks again for joining us. We'll catch you tomorrow with another player edition of the podcast before a full edition returns on Monday. This has been Locked on Cougars for August 10th, 2019. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.